This is the Iowa State Athletics SciCast. This SciCast is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Visit any Van Wall location today to test drive the full lineup of John Deere compact utility tractors, which have the power and versatility to conquer anything this season. I'm John Walters. Today's SciCast is a visit with former Iowa State tight end Mike Banks. The Ogden native had a terrific career at Iowa State, highlighted by beating Iowa all four years. So what better time than Cyhawk Week to catch up with Mike? We hope you'll enjoy our visit with Mike Banks. Mike, it's Cyhawk Week, which I imagine still gets your blood boiling a little bit. Tell me about what this week is like for you, even all these years after being a player. Oh, gosh, I, I get so pumped up uh, for <laughs> Iowa State, all the way back to my days as a recruit, you know, having my heart broke by Iowa to having Coach Mack come in there and offer me the full scholarship to Iowa State. I I had a chip on my shoulder from the start about this game. And we had a great senior class that ended the streak, my their streak, my senior year. And then we started our own streak and never lost to them. So it's something that I'm really proud of. Yeah, I would imagine being able to say, especially on this week, when you're probably surrounded by some Hawkeyes <laughs> at work or in, uh, in your neighborhood or whatever, I never lost to those guys. That's got to be a good feeling. It's a lifetime bragging rights. Going back to my senior year, and I, I had to make the impassioned speech twice to my teammates, but because that was nine, that was the year of 9-11, and, you know, we they canceled the game. You know, we were supposed to have it early in the season, and I, it was late in the week before they canceled it. I had already made my speech to <laughs> my teammates, talking to my Texas and Florida buddies. I said, uh, you know, I hope you guys know how much this means to me. This is going to be lifetime bragging rights for me for for the rest of my life. I plan to live in Iowa, stay in Iowa, raise my family in Iowa, and I sure would appreciate you guys just just <laughs> digging down deep for us to help us get this one because this will be four in a row for me. And gave that speech a second time, you know, because we ended up playing them in November. So it was a great game. It's always a great game with these guys. And, you know, even Coach McCarney, I just remember him like yesterday coming in. You know, we'd be in the training room just getting taped up before practice, and he'd be coming in just about ready to bounce off the walls, so excited, and definitely gets gets the blood going here for this week. Take me back to the 98 game, because that was the breakthrough. That was when finally you guys got over that hump, and there's a picture in the Ames Tribune of you walking off the field holding up a, a chunk of sod from uh, Kinnick Stadium. Tell me, tell me your memories of that game. Iowa State was kind of looked at in the state by a lot of people as the redheaded stepchild. You know, we were the ones that couldn't beat Iowa. We'd have Iowa fans that probably were Iowa State students driving by our practices, screaming at us that we stunk and go Iowa. And you see folks wearing Iowa stuff all over campus. And it was really frustrating. But there was a group of seniors that was just sick of losing, and they found a way to get it done. And I was just so animated in that moment I'm out there on the 50 yard line kicking up sod on their 50 yard line and I tried to keep it alive in my dorm room as long as I could but it, it didn't make it through the winter but by the time I was a senior you know winning game after game after game you sure didn't see too many people you know, or hear too many people anymore chirping it was pretty quiet and peaceful at our practices and didn't see too many folks wearing the wearing the gear on campus anymore you know we had turned the corner and Mac had really brought the program back and brought some respect to Iowa State program and that's really what it's all about in this and any great rivalry 
each team needs to respect one another. You know, it was about bringing respect back to Iowa State. In that 98 game, you know, you guys, uh, as a program, had lost 15 straight in the series, and everybody's picking Iowa to win big. And, and as the game went on, and you guys were the ones dominating the football game, what was that feeling like of knowing, hey, we're going to get this thing done? It all comes down to the seniors, that you have to have great leadership. And being a young guy, just a freshman, I didn't have a leading role in that uh, in that game, you know, like I had in my, you know, even my sophomore, junior, senior year, I had some nice plays to help the team. But as a freshman, here I am just a backup tight end watching these leaders and guys that were just had drive and focus and determination. They were not going to lose that game. They didn't care about the pink locker room. They didn't care about the 70,000-plus fans that were screaming as loud as they could every third and long. You know, they were focused and determined, and they made the plays that it took to win the game. And, you know, hats off to them because they kind of showed us how to get it done. They ended the streak, and, you know, we started our own. Yeah, the next year you come back and you get them a names, and that had to be fun to, to get them in Jack Trace and, and celebrate uh, on your home field. Oh, yeah, with our own fans, there's nothing better. I had a, a lot of those games. You know, in my career, I was fortunate that, uh, you know, we have the best fans in the country. And having those fans come on the field and celebrate with you after the game and grabbing that trophy and getting your moment with that trophy. And, you know, I, I know that they've made changes to the trophy since, but that trophy that we used to have was pretty special to me. And, and any time you could get your hands on it, you wanted to keep it. And, you know, fortunately, we kept it for a long time. So the 2000 game, you go back to Iowa City and you do it again. And everybody remembers the J.J. Moses reverse to get the whole thing rolling. But by this time, you guys are starting to probably think, hey, we're the ones that own this series. Exactly. And, you know, going to that game, I didn't know what was uh, going to happen. I remember seeing some of the highlights that went in. I had, uh, you know, the VB for my grandma all over, uh, you know, my wrist uh, and, uh, you know, written on, on tape on my wrist. And I, I was wearing the, the sweatbands trying to play the game for her. But that game to get back there, that would have been my junior year. In Iowa City, they had a heck of a good team. And we're trying to make it three in a row. It's just a lot of fun. This 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 game it should be fun. It should be competitive, uh, well played. A, a lot of you know intense uh, pressure to make plays when you get the opportunity. And our, our guys are pretty loose, though. I mean, pretty loose, pretty confident. I don't think we were overconfident. We knew it wasn't going to be easy. Coach Mack wouldn't ever let us be overconfident. You know, he uh, he definitely uh, was big on, on making sure we were prepared for the moment. But at the same time, we understood how difficult that moment would be. And uh, just going into, uh, you know, Iowa City, getting that win. And then I actually lost my grandmother, like, the next day, the day, the day after that. So I know she was helping us get that one. Well, and it turned out to be a great season for Iowa State. Did that win kind of propel you guys to that, that nine-win season? Oh, heck yeah. We uh, Best thing we had going for us, you know, back then was that we really did well in our non-conference games. I mean, we started our seasons right, typically going 3-0 and or getting, you know, 3-1, and getting through that non-conference with a nice record, and, and that always propelled us, John, into having good seasons. I mean, winning nine games that year, I, I was hoping last I don't want nine games to be the school record, you know. <laughs> I was hoping last year that uh, we would get to 10-plus 
and we dang sure get pretty close to doing so. You could easily say it could have could have gone that way for us. And I'm hoping that this year's team is a team that can do that. It's starting your your early games and, and starting off on a good foot, you know, with you know getting the first couple under your belt, getting some W's, definitely huge as far as taking you into uh, you know a season like that. And we just we had a ton of talent. I mean, the amount of guys that ended up playing in the NFL that came out of that nine win team was. Uh, pretty incredible and it's still nice keeping it up with those guys on Facebook and whatnot but uh, had a, we had a heck of a team of guys that understood what it took. We had taken our losses as a team collectively. We had some frustrating uh, games in 99 and 98 and you know that was a group of seniors that had been through some of the frustrations where we thought we were turning the corner but we weren't quite there yet so to go from 99 to 2000 and then the turnaround and the, the amount of games that we were able to win again great leadership and then we try to carry that into 01. And you mentioned in 01 the events of 9-11 pushed the game back to the end of the season what was that like and then to win that game I know was big for you you had a, you had a good game that day and I remember you walking off the field saying four straight years and <laughs> that was exactly right but uh, what was that moment like to play it at the end of the year? Just, just awesome. I, I loved it playing it that that week. Actually, you know the circumstances surrounding that. Obviously, I mean, you know, brought the entire nation together. And the football, you know, in September was the last thing on anyone's mind. So, uh, canceling that game was the right decision to make. Obviously, and you know, having it in November, it just it brought another element because both teams had good seasons going and uh, we needed the win. They needed the win. It was a well-contested game. I'll never forget. I think they had Grant Steen make an interception and then I think Ennis Haywood comes comes and, and knocks the ball loose and Craig Campbell recovers it to you know seal that one up for us. We were able to put it away and I was about crying out there in the middle of the field. I was so happy to win that one. So. Well, I think if I've heard Tom Crochell tell this story once, I've heard it a hundred times about the uh, Daily Iowan writing a column saying they were picking Iowa to win that game because Dallas Clark's their tight end and they couldn't even name the Iowa State tight end. And he said, you put that little chip on your shoulder and carried it with you through that game. I have a lot of respect for Dallas. He played a lot longer in the NFL than than I did, but uh, I, I wasn't going to let another tight end outdo me in that game. Um, <laughs> Iowa, Iowa State game was always really important to me. I wanted to pull pull my weight and you know encourage and motivate my teammates. And we had a lot of a lot of guys that pulled together to win win that game. Always a tough game, always a fun game, but uh, sure I'm proud to. Like I said, life here I am, 38 years old, and I'm yeah. still I'm, I'm getting to talk to you about it. You know, it meant a lot, and I hope you know this year's class is the one to get started on their own new streak. Today's sidecast is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Van Wall Equipment and John Deere are proud to sponsor Iowa Farmers in the field and Iowa State Athletics on the field. Why was it so important to get over that hump and then to stay over that hump for the program? You talked about in-state recruiting and all the you know the pride in the state. It had to be a really big deal to finally get to the point where your program was the one winning five in a row, as it turned out. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, it, it is huge for in-state recruiting, and, and it's just back to respect. Some of the jabs are, are subtle, and it's all in fun for the most part, but some of it gets a little personal. And, um, you know, anytime you're in this state, you hear people throw around words like hate week and things like that. And, you know, I've learned to... Uh, 
actually become friends with a lot of these Hawkeyes now. And uh, there's a lot of Hawkeye fans that pay my bills nowadays with my insurance business. But back then, I mean, there there was a little bit of bad blood, a little bit of animosity. There's, you know, some of those newspaper clippings that Coach Mack always did a good job of putting up all over the locker room that, you know, the quotes that the other players would make. And you, you sure didn't want to be the guy on our team posting one of those quotes. But uh, there was uh, plenty to get you excited about when it comes to the Iowa State game. Well, you were definitely one of Mac's favorite players. I have no doubt about that. And I think it's because of the way you played the game, just with a ton of heart and passion. Were you always that way about football? Was it always just uh, something you just played with that style? I'll tell you what, I uh, I learned when I got recruited that I, you know, I barely got my scholarship to Iowa State. I was uh, almost considered to have to walk on just because, you know, that was a year for Mac that he didn't bring in many true freshmen. I was one of only four true freshmen to get a scholarship coming in, and I come in, I see here I am seventh on the depth chart coming into my first practices, and, you know, you, there's there's two directions you can go with that. You can get frustrated and, and give up on it, or you can figure out how to compete and fight your tail off every day. And I was never a guy that was the, you know, most athletic or naturally gifted, but, you know, the hard work, uh, you know, was instilled in me from a young age and um, just going to practice every day and, and giving my best. I never wanted to let any of my coaching staff down. Uh, we had a great strength and conditioning staff, Matt McGettigan, who's now at Air Force. I just had too much staying respect for him and the rest of my coaches to let any of them down. And, you know, just hard work. Hard work was, was it. You know, we got in gotten our share of skirmishes with each other in practices, but, you know, that tone that was set in practice and, you know, we may not have liked each other every day, but when we went into game day together, you know, it just made us that much tougher to beat. What are your thoughts on what Matt's doing right now at Iowa State? I'm so excited. I'm, you know, candidly, he's he's the the first coach they've had, you know, since Coach McCarney left uh, that I've been excited about, really wanted to go and be back around the program because he's doing everything the right way. He's bringing in guys that are passionate about the team. He seems to be there for all the right reasons, and he's working his tail off to bring a winner to Ames. And we've got a good group of guys there now. It's so fun to watch our games. And, you know, they've got some just really exciting players from the running backs that we have to the receiving core that we have to, you know, the linemen and how we're starting to dominate the line of scrimmage is something that we haven't done in a long time. And it's just really exciting to be around the Iowa State program right now. And, you know, you said it best on the radio, you know, after that game got canceled last weekend, thank you to the fans, you know, because how many people are selling out that game with that weather forecast? Or if it wasn't a sellout, it was pretty dang close to a sellout. When I was in that stadium, it looked pretty well packed. And, you know, we just have a lot of excitement exciting things going on right now at Iowa State and I, the fans want to be part of a winner and there's a lot of Iowa State fans in and around the Des Moines area that you know sure love going up to those games and it's it's a lot easier to do that when you're putting a good product on the field and we're, we're putting a dang good product on the field so hats off to Coach Campbell for doing that and, and we're all excited about it. Well, and you guys laid that foundation, though, too, and you have a part in that. So, I mean, I imagine it's a source of pride for you when you walk into that stadium like you did last Saturday and you look up and you see what that stadium looks like now 
and you see 61,500 people in there passionate about Iowa State, that has to make you feel good because you're part of that. Oh, yeah, it, absolutely. Seeing the facility improvements and the things that are happening now and what's going to keep going on at Iowa State. If we can keep winning ball games. In college athletics, it's a lot about money anymore. Uh, you know, unfortunately, money can take some of the, uh, the college-ness, I guess, of the experience away. But at the same time, it's just the way, it's just the nature of the beast. you, you got to put a winner on the field if you want to get fans you know behind you and, and bringing the dollars in that need to come in to help us you know continue to win and you can look at the opponent that we're going against this weekend and you know they sure have a big backing and they sure have nice facilities as well it's just the way uh, college sports is but you know the the amount of improvements that have gone on at Iowa State since I was there I remember in my uh, first couple of years there getting torn up on that short turf that's outside of where uh, the Jacobson is now we have this beautiful you know indoor facility over the top but where that we used to 100, 100 degree days on that scorcher turf shredding your knees up and stuff on it and now they've got this beautiful facility and a beautiful training room and plans for additional new projects there it's just it's just really exciting for these guys and you know it's one of those necessary things if you want to recruit great talent those players want to see things like that they want to be around a program that's dedicated and and focused on putting a product on the field and hats off to them they're they've got it going they've got it going right now. Last thing for you, Mike, tell me some of the teammates of yours that you still are close to that you keep in touch with the most. Oh, sure. I, uh, you know, being local in Des Moines here, the, the guys I see the most, I, I'll see, uh, you know, J.J. Moses was my roommate. I don't, I don't get to see J.J. that often, but his brother Mylon's in town. I uh, get to see him on occasion. You know, I know Lane's in town, Jack's in town. I think Zach Butler's in town. Some of those guys I don't get to see as much just because life gets in the way, and it sure is nice to run into those guys when I get back to ball games and see those guys at ball games. And, and the thing about Facebook, though, is you know, that's nice is I can keep in touch with even my old teammates that are out of state now. And it's just amazing. You know, football's sure not your whole life, you know, but it's it's that bond that we will have for, you know, the rest of our lives and being proud of what we did. And, you know, what we're talking about here today is something I'm most proud of. It, you know, it's, you know, big for me being in Iowa and living in Iowa. I plan to live in Iowa the rest of my life. So, uh just having those memories with those teammates is great. And, and these bonds that these guys make, I mean, you know, Coach Campbell talks about family a lot. I, I hear him and listen to, you know, what he's saying. And, and it, it truly is your family with your teammates and your coaches. And those bonds are going to last you a lifetime. Mike, thanks for taking some time. It's been fun reminiscing about uh, those four straight over the Hawks. I, I know this week has to get your heart, heart pumping a little bit harder. I'm excited. I'm going to be over there on Saturday. I'm bringing the whole family, so we're going to have at least a little bit of red in in my part of the stadium. So uh, I look forward to uh, seeing those guys compete this weekend. Sure can hope that we can bring it home. Today's Sidecast was brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Stop by one of their locations and learn why Van Wall Equipment and John Deere are Iowa's clear first choice. Thanks for listening.